Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we're reflecting on Phil Mickelson's, Phil Mickelson's fantastic victory at the PGA Championship. We're talking a little playoff preview, although it's, you know, halfway through the playoffs. And we're doing a little bit of discussion of Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow's possibly secret sexual relationship. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But first, we have to get to some NFL offseason drama. And so I would like to kick it over to our Titans fans to discuss... What the fuck is going on with Julio Jones? Julio Jones is coming to Nashville. It has been confirmed here, first at Nashville Vets, and nowhere else. But we know we have an inside track to Mr. Julio Jones, and uh, he's 100% coming to Nashville. I don't see where else he's going to go. I don't know how the Titans are going to figure it out, but that doesn't work well in our speculation scenario. And so <laughs> we like to just automatically jump to conclusions here pretty fast. And I said it a long time ago, but he's now – the Vegas has got him at plus 175. He's the favorite, I think. He's the favorite to go to – he's the favorite – or Titans are favorite. Or t- Titans are favorite, yeah. But, okay, so by heart, I want him to come here because we would – that offense would be explosive. I mean, nobody can stop it, but at the same time, how are you going to make that much million of dollars in cap space up? I mean, I, a lot of players, I think, dude, I've been looking on Twitter stuff. I think a lot of players in the locker room would love to have him come here, though, so they all be willing to restructure and be able to get the Titans that money back in order to get it. I think the Titans get it know, done. Yeah, one Julio Jones away from the Super Bowl, and they're also one A.J. Brown injury away from having literally the worst passing game in the entire NFL. So, something's got to happen here. Uh, so, back on the cap talk, though. So, from what I was looking up, granted, these numbers might not be correct because they're from the internet, but uh, Julio Jones is taking like a $23 million cap hit. And so, as of right now, the only teams that can afford that are Jacksonville, who have 38 mil remaining, Broncos with 33, Jets with 27, Bengals with 24, and then Indy can make some wiggle room because they're at 22 right now. But that's out with, with that's without restructuring. That, that is without, I mean, but the Titans right now have 3 million cap space. One of the lowest oh in the league. And so I'm just trying to figure out, like, I mean, you have to basically restructure the entire roster. There's, so, you start with Lawan and Tannehill. Yes. Which I don't know exactly what the restructure would look like with that. But you would start there, and you could get a, quite a bit off of just those two. I think they're talking about maybe restructuring Ben Jones as well, center for the Titans. Um, that could be a possible restructure there. Not that he makes that much money, but... But I mean, but just the fact that you have to come up with twenty million dollars in cap space. Also, just to throw in the fact well, that Kevin Byer, I would assume you'd go for Kevin Byer to restructure too. If not, I've heard talks of them trading him, which I think would be stupid. But he is kind of a your defense is player. already the issue. Why would right. you want to lessen your so defense? They would have already gotten rid of him with Malcolm, the whole Malcolm Butler crew yeah. that went. But I mean, if you so let's take this. Well, let's take that for instance. So if it was between Kevin Byard being like the linchpin away from getting Julio Jones, do you take that deal? I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions because no, I, I don't think you got to keep Kevin. Byard. You have to keep Kevin Byard just because you've built the defense not around him, but he's still a key piece in the defense that's staying. I mean, one of the there. best ball hawks in the league by far. Also important to know that Julio Jones said he wants to go somewhere to win, but not that he really gets to make that decision. But I think he would just like absolutely throw a baby fit if he went to like Jacksonville or you know some of those other places you just mentioned are not going to win right now. He knows the Titans are going to win. Everybody knows the Titans are going to win potentially with him. Uh, what a great he likes the quarterback. It's a good quarterback situation to walk into. He's friends with Derrick Henry. He was just working out with Derrick Henry the other day. Did you guys see that? Henry I could did. be another restructure. 
I'm telling you, I think if like if the locker room is behind him coming, I think that literally they could get it done. Which actually, I don't think anybody's really talking about the, actually how the players view it. It's, well, I mean, when you with get that one of the, aspect, I know that sounds crazy, but I think that locker room is pretty tight, and they all like really like each other. And th- then bringing him along, they're like, this is a piece that literally just makes us go to the next level automatically. Yeah, I mean, this is. So I guess from my perspective. Or you always want to increase like the the ranking essentially of your or positions. So the Titans right now, outside of AJ Brown, kind of stink at wideout. I understand they just got Reynolds from LA, so bad. and so it's just like outside of that, like who are you dealing with? Like it's a bunch of like practice squad guys essentially. Not to throw any shade on anyone who's on the NFL roster. Not even like make a roster other places. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's tough to look at the depth wise. So when you add Julio, what I saw on Twitter is like. People are going to stack eight in the box to try to like try to stop Henry, and so you're just left with three or three guys left to well, cover got, Brown. Uh, what Fitzpatrick too that we drafted, which nobody's really given him any credit that he can start, but you really need another guy. Well, he's a fourth round pick, a day three. He's fourth. He yeah. was a so hard day to, like, three pick. Put a whole lot of like you know confidence Wait. and uh, and. Uh, I mean, but the Titans, they did trade up to get him, and people were saying that he could have slid later, so they did really like him. I do at least like that aspect of that pick. Well, I mean, do you really want the guy who's playing second fiddle to 2-2 Atwell to be your wide receiver 2 or 3? Not exactly. He's the best receiver on his college team, so I don't know if we need to make him the second best receiver. Yeah, I'm not not saying that I was for that. I'm just saying I'd much rather have Julio Jones. I'll just say the but lit- Brown injury away from having literally the worst pass. But game. you trading and getting Julio Jones, you're either giving up a first round draft pick plus probably a little bit more, mm-hmm. or at the end of the day, you're basically just going for it all the next two years, and then not necessarily a rebuild, but you're falling off. Yeah, no, for sure, I agree with that. Also, to consider the other team that's essentially or allegedly going after Julio. Is the New England Patriots. Big time, big spender Bill Belichick this offseason. Spending more than he ever has in an offseason in his entire career. This offseason, possibly adding another key They trade Julio. for Julio, then they start Mac Jones week one. Just throwing bombs. I mean, that's a four- I wouldn't hate to see that. That would be kind of fucking awesome. I'd rather see him in Nashville, though. God, could you imagine Jimmy... Or the unfortunate... The unfortunate... Or the atrocities that would ensue... From Julio having to go to the 49ers and have Jimmy Garoppolo just overthrow him all the fucking time. Oh, and uh, just to let the listeners know, Prez up 2-1, third period, 15 minutes left. Hope you guys took the pick today. We are well, we'll, 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 we'll see how the card looks at the end of the day. The oh, it's going to smash. Oh, it's, it's smashing right. Smashing like Julio Jones at a gay bar. Jesus Christ. I can't let that one down. I can't let it down. Speaking of homosexual relationships, um, <laughs> hot take, are Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer seeing each other? By seeing each other, not just on the field, I mean in the bedroom. Wow, wow. Well, Tebow's definitely running down the street shirtless out front of Urban Meyer's house. That's confirmed. You may have heard on our last podcast that Tim Te- Urban Meyer moves two doors down from Tim Tebow in the same neighborhood. Jacksonville is a pretty, pretty big city, pretty big-ish enough to not have to, and I imagine there's a lot of old people there, a lot of golf retirement communities. It's not like there's one nice neighborhood in the city, and these guys end up moving in two doors down from each other. I'm sure am a little suspicious about this. 
I mean, we all know that Tim Tebow definitely has the dirt on Urban from what that oh oh eight oh nine season or whatever the fuck uh, Tim Tebow I mean, played for him. Oh, for sure. I know that's at least. Yeah. So that could also explain a huge portion of it. Now, are they slamming slamming cheeks in the bedroom? They bumping boots. Are they bumping sandals? I think that's more uh, Jacksonville That's that's very true. Entangling mullets. Oh, we're putting Gardner Minshew in the mix too. I mean, all together? I, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a quarterback room right there. A lot of sexual tension. <laughs> also, I, I want to know, um, shout out to uh, shampoo commercials. I use uh, several different varieties. But I want to know if they're going to put Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence in the same commercial at some point. Because that would be a great hair commercial. Well, so not to tip brands at all, because, you know, always be looking for a sponsor. Hashtag no free ads. What? Will you get Urban and Tim out of your goddamn mind? They're circling around all day. <laughs> That's actually his entire internet history is Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, boots, question mark? <laughs> uh, in other NFL news, not to harp on it too much, but your daily Aaron Rodgers update didn't show up for OTAs. Not a lot of people show up for OTAs. Uh, not a big but- deal. We're going to move on pretty quickly because, fuck, I'm so sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers. But he shows up to all the other ones every other year. This is like the first year he hasn't shown up to them. Yeah, and you know what? All those other years that he's shown up, he's only won a Super Bowl once. Changing the game. What's he, what, what did he, how much money did he lose? It was like $50,000. Uh, 500K. Okay, I knew something was there. But at the end of the day, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has made what, several hundred million dollars in his career, so... Cool, five hundred thousand dollars is not too much. Plus, he's in Hawaii right now, and I'd rather be in Hawaii than Green Bay too. I mean, but for five, even if I was that rich for five hundred grand, I would still sh- just show up. Not if you don't plan on playing for that team in the fall. That's true. I don't appreciate the slander. So I'm you glad Jay. Or glad. Sorry, Beaver. Yes. Came back to that. Yeah, it's very funny. But speaking of quarterbacks, I saw this trending on Twitter the other day. At least Titans Twitter. I want to see what y'all think. So it was essentially like a would you rather of y'all's quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, versus. So right off the bat, Kyler Murray. Tanny time or Murray? Tannehill. Tannehill. Are y'all serious? First of all, these, these questions, the whole like. That was, that was, I thought that was an easy one. That was the easiest one you could have asked me, I think. Wait, wait, no back, way. Kyler Murray's so electric. I want to go back to the only yeah, but look look at his wins compared to Tannehill's wins over the past two seasons. I'm sorry, that's what are I there care not about. more is there more than one position on the field at a time? Yes. There are ten other guys on your side of the ball, plus eleven on or eleven on the defense, and then eleven on special teams. Let's not forget the forbidden or the uh forgotten side of the ball. You could, I I just wouldn't want to move off of Tannehill right now whatsoever. First of all, the whole like, it doesn't. It would not make any sense. Tannehill's been an elite quarterback the past two seasons since he's been with the Titans. I agree. Elite. Also, the Titans never needed anybody different than Tannehill. All they they need their problems are on defense. They don't have, they haven't had problems on offense. It doesn't matter if Kyler Murray or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees were the quarterback of the Titans. They still were not going to go to the Super Bowl with that terrible defense. Or yeah, defense yeah, exactly. That's that was the only that matter. was the only issue was the defense. Well, that wasn't the okay, fucking right, question. So you move, move on to quarterback well, number two. This question is like they don't need a new quarterback. They need a whole new. They need a pass rusher. Second QB against Tannehill. Let's yeah, hear it. Keep talking about it. Josh Allen. Tannehill. 
No, you're an idiot. You're actually dense. I was hoping this was going to be the last one because this is the only time I'd be like, ah, uh, I could see it, but I wouldn't be just dying for it to happen. Tannehill's still I mean, over. Younger, so that's cool. I would still take Tannehill. Younger, if- better arm, and you could say better mobility. Bigger hands, looks better in shorts. Looks fantastic in shorts. A few, um, few variables in there. But. Uh, I know Tannehill whipped that ass on Thursday night for him, though. But who made it farther in the playoffs? Exactly. Because they had a dirty defense. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like this is pretty easy. Definitely Tannehill. Yes. Okay, Tannehill over the past two seasons has the best pass. Pa- <coughs> Ooh, sir. <coughs> I came up weird. All right, so. Oh, is that Tannehill's cock getting Hold removed on. from the back of your throat? But no, so Tannehill over the past two seasons has had the best passer rating in the entire league. I mean, yeah, but he only throws the ball like 20 times a game. You can't help he has a good fucking running back. I mean, you're gonna, so we're going to blame the guy for being top, we'll say at least top, you have to at least consider him top three quarterbacks in the league right now. You have to. Ryan Tannehill? Uh, if you're looking at uh, stats. Look at me for like backup here. You, you said that. I mean, right off the top, we're going Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Okay. Not, not to mention Four, Russell top, Wilson. Okay, we'll say top five. Russell Wilson played like shit last year. Russell Wilson didn't have a wet paper towel for an offensive line. Oh, always blame the fucking line. Always blame the offensive line. He was literally running for his life. It's not like the Titans had a very good offensive line last year. You have one of the highest paid tackles in the league. Who played like three games. Yeah, he tore his ACL. They can't help that. It's still one of the best he ranked offensive He was on the field, line. though. Ben yeah, Jones is solid. Also... I don't know if Taylor wants all that. But regardless, he, he wasn't. Are you taking shots? He he's just as good at getting penalties as he is blocking. Yeah. He's, but he's great at getting penalties. He's a penalty machine. Yeah. He's good for at least one personal foul per game. But he likes to drink beer. Did y'all yeah, see him the other night? Like, he made a complete ass of himself right during that game. Like, I don't think you can sit in between your daughter and your wife at, how old is he now? Like, he's older than, like, 30. He was, it's all for PR. It's, it's a good time. He's like, shoved a beer shirtless, like, with tattoo. And then you got a guy from behind him to throw him in another beer, and then emptied it on his chest. Like, yeah, but, like, man. I don't think he was, like, shit-faced drunk, though. You know what I mean? I don't think he was, like, I know, but I think that makes it even worse. I think if he was shit-faced drunk, it'd be a little bit funnier. But since he was, like, stone-cold sober and just decided to get on, go viral for a minute, I think that's kind of a, uh, a weird thing to do. Um, Really, almost at any age, but oh, oh, the press court. Oh, shit. Also, the according to PFF, the tits ranked fifteenth among offensive line in twenty twenty. Wow! So completely average, and that's with your boy Tay Tay going down halfway through the year. And who? What the Seahawks rank? Um, <laughs> fuck, sixteenth. Yeah, go Still fuck worse. yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Jack. What did the Bengals rank? Numbers don't lie. Uh, I don't think they should be on this list. I want to know. I want to know how valuable of a list it is. How valuable of a list it is. So we're going to keep scrolling here. It has the Cincinnati Bengals at 30. Wow. The only two so, words were the Giants hey, and the so Chargers. Per, hey, so pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad list. I kind of thought the Bengals would be dead last, but uh, yeah, the Giants and the Chargers have pretty got off off the lines, dude. Yeah. Good source. 
There you go, PFF. Keep, keep what, that, what, what a way that. to go. <laughs> okay, yeah, but outside of that, I think your more interesting ones are Dakota Wen or Dakota Rain Prescott or Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, definitely Ryan Tannehill. That Is that a question? Yeah. Next. Dak's literally better than him in every aspect. Like maybe not Wait, so you're like, every time I mention a guy that's ever had an injury, you guys always shit on me. And you're talking about Dak. You want you would trade Dak for Tannehill. Not trade, but would rather have. No, I'm just, no I, I know. I'm just. I didn't mean physically trade. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would rather after have the, that. I mean, we all saw that ankle. Yes. Snap. Yes. Let me ask you guys a better question. And we're talking about... I don't ever want to hear another word about Caleb Farley after that comment. Would you rather have Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. What's Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's elite. Matt Ryan... Is it... Okay, well, we need to get this established right here, right now. I just... How many quarterbacks... No, no. Shut the fuck up. finish big games. Shut the fuck up. How many quarterbacks can be considered elite at a time? Matt Ryan, I think he had him on that. Answer the goddamn question, Beaver. I don't know. Five. Five? You can't just throw out a number. You guys are just guessing. I'm over here getting in-depth. Well, for the National Bets elite. You're clearly not getting in-depth by the fact that you're saying Matt Ryan's elite in 2021. Had he won that Super Bowl, I think he would have been a Hall of Fame guy for sure. But he played so long and has so many big passing yards. (laughs) Big passing yards? Really so, in-depth coverage <laughs> by Beaver over here. And, uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know if you call him a lead. I think had, had he won the Super Bowl, I think he'd be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right, I think so, people are going to vote him in the Hall of Fame. So let's say, you, let's say for the National Best Podcast, you can do five elite quarterbacks going into the, I guess it'd be what, 2021 season? season? Who would they be? All right, Beaver, go for it. Matt Ryan. What? No, let's be no. let's be for real. No, no, let him let, let him take it. Let him take Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady. I'm gonna throw him back there. Aaron Rodgers. No matter where he ends up, now only have one left. Shit. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. I have to put him in there. You got you got to put him. Yeah. I like I like those five over any other. Like who else would you substitute in there? And don't say Lamar Jackson. Uh, no, I would never say Lamar Jackson. Well, one, I think there are only three elite quarterbacks, and that being. Uh, Aaron, Patty, and then you could either exchange Russell or Tom. I don't care which one's in there, but one of them's in, depending on what point of the season. If it's playoffs, I'm going Tom regular season, I'm going Russell. Or at least the first four weeks, especially. Going Russell. I'm saying by the numbers, Tannehill is arguably, by the numbers, he's arguably the best quarterback in the league. That's why I put him in my top five. Yeah. He was 15th in yards last year. Because they ran the ball a lot. He didn't have to throw. Uh, most, pa- most, pass yard, er, uh, most pass yards per attempt, though, too. He was tied for seventh in touchdowns. He only threw seven or He threw, I, I what? Seven he, th- I, he threw 33 touchdowns and seven, With three he, other and, people. and seven interceptions. It's pretty fucking good. And I also threw for what? Like almost 3,900. He was 3,900 yards. In completion percentage. What are we talking about? What was it? 21st in completion percentage. Completion percentage is one of those bullshit stats that go in there. <laughs> yes, complete, the percentage of passes that you throw are completed. You guys, uh, you gotta think bullshit. about the amount of that was, uh, that was kind of a speed bump in the whole thing. <laughs> it's best to bury that one deep, deep, deep in the interwebs. Never bring it back up. 
I mean, you're going to find one bad stat if you just keep... I found three! What, was, what, were, the, what were the other two? Yeah, the other two, I heard nothing but good stats until that happened. Yards, uh, touchdowns, and completion percentage. Touch, he had 33 touchdowns last year. You act like he was a scrub. Yes, tied for seventh amongst the league. It's not very good. Hey, don't you just hate stat guys? Aren't they the worst? Fucking hate stat guys. I mean, I'm sorry my stats get away of your, of what you want to do. Also, granted, not awful, but he was fifth in uh, passing percentage. Or passing rating. Behind Josh Allen, I would awful. like to say. Yeah. How many good stats have you skipped over on your way to those yeah. stats? Uh, he was fourth in QBR, which is solid. Oh, finally, we, we give him a little credit. Oh, I, I guess there's a few things here. I guess it's just well, now and you brought it up. Also, one of the highest QBRs was like Ryan Fitzpatrick from like a week three in which he threw like two interceptions. So QBR is not the best stat to go off. Magic Fitzpatrick came out later in the year. <laughs> yeah. His alter ego. His, his. Also, these, so these prior stats are completely ignoring uh, Stafford going to the Rams. Herbert developing a lot or more and getting a better offensive line this offseason. Are we not saying that Corey Lindsay isn't a great addition to the offensive line on the Chargers? Are we not saying that moving to LA was a huge upgrade for Matthew Stafford? I guess we'll have to see. I mean, just objectively, it it, it is. It is. (laughs) All right, Matt Ryan elite over there. Matthew Stafford. I would take Matt Stafford over Matt Ryan right now. Matt Stafford's never been a Super Bowl. He's also never lost the Super Bowl before. He's also never blown a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. He's probably blown 28-3 leads in Detroit, though. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That doesn't matter. If it's not the Super Bowl, it doesn't really matter now, does it? I hope that the Rams still are not good next year. (laughs) What a way to hit them where it hurts. (laughs) I hope they stink. (laughs) I hope they fucking stink. I hope they're not good. <laughs> also, we're completely just ignoring Deshaun Watson if he ever comes back. I just to, assume that he's never coming back at this point. If he comes back, he's also, if we're doing top five elite. I thought they were settling. I think he's fine. Yeah. He's so if we. For like a long time, they if they settle, I don't think so. Why? Because the NFL does their own. That doesn't, mean he's, that doesn't mean he said he was guilty. I mean, he, at most, he's only suspended by like maybe four to. Eight games? Maybe. No, I don't think he's suspended at all. Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks I make all. Him for like eight games. So he would play next year then? I would think that they would suspend him. I think if he plays at all, he's going to be suspended by half the season. I don't think so. I doubt it. And they're going to be on 0-8 during that time, and he's going to come back, and they're going to win like two games. If they get well, no, because two is going to start. He's not going to play for the Texans. Yeah, two is going to play. And then he's going to be replaced by Deshaun, and then Miami's going to go on an absolute fucking tear. That would be That'd be awesome. Whoa. Wouldn't you love to see that? No. I fucking don't like it. I do not like Deshaun Watson. I would love it. Yeah, I think Deshaun Watson's a fucking asshole. I do too. Me too. Fuck Deshaun Well, also biased division rivals over here. I mean, I thought thought he was an asshole with Clemson. When he was beating Alabama for national championships? He just comes across as kind of arrogant. What are you talking yeah, about? I like agree. I don't know what it is about him. If I walked into a massage parlor, I saw him. I Something about when he gets up and he wipes his finger under his nose, too. I just hate that about him. His little celebration. Y'all ever seen it? Yeah. I don't really watch Texans games. 
I have better things to do. You're right. They don't get prom time because Sean Watson's a fuck. <laughs> Sorry, neither do Titans. Uh, we got. We got three. We got three. Well, I guess is it three or four if you have like a three twenty-five game. So if we include those, Green Bay has like eleven primetime oh, games. Fuck. Yeah, three o'clock games are not primetime. They're nationally so televised. They have, they have three then. Okay, that's, that's more than uh, they've ever had probably in any season since they moved to Nashville. Yeah. Because usually they get one. Every team has to get one, and they usually put Titans on a Thursday night. It's usually a Titans-Jags color rush Thursdays, and that's the one. Both of those teams won primetime season whole game like on that Thursday night. And uh, now they're pulling up the big guns. That's pretty exciting to have three primetime games. I am going to miss that one primetime game, though, because Jacksonville always somehow beats Tennessee in the most disgusting way. And it's so funny to watch. Yes, dude. The Jacksonville and Tennessee games are always just the shittiest games to watch of all. All right. So for the NHL playoffs, I don't know what the number is right now. It has to be extremely low. But the Avalanche are probably going to win the uh, Stanley Cup. And it's going to be just completely one-sided. Either them or like the Lightning. Either them or the Lightning. What's the future set? Hey. I have to assume it's so fucking low. It might be like plus like 210. Uh, if the Preds squeeze out of this series, then I can guess, I guess they have to squeeze by what? The Lightning next round? Uh, hey. Yeah, they'll get fucking throttled hey. by the Lightning. Never know. It's playoff hockey, baby. You Yes, you do never know. We got, well, we got to win this game right here if it's on right now. Yeah, but you also can very much infer that they're going to get their shit kicked in by the Lightning. Uh, Is there not easy fix for hockey? I can't find it on my... No Not good. Yeah, they should be out there. Um, just going over the current series, uh, I will say our Pittsburgh and Islander picks have been spot on. I don't think we've missed one out of the four games they've played. We have been slapping it. So keep following us there. I think the Pens are still going to pull it out. They're going to win that series for sure. Closer than the experts think, they're molly Boston. And I think six games. Then we'll, we'll figure out how the games play. Follow us on, or at Nashville Bets on Instagram and at Nashville Bets on Twitter to get the best picks on the internet. Um, for the Canadian series, uh, fucking Edmonton. I have no idea what the fuck's going on there. Connor McDavid just sucked a big old dick the entire series. Put up maybe two points after putting up some of the highest scoring se- or the highest scoring regular season I've seen in a very long time. Uh, so don't know what's going on there. Winnipeg just mollywopped them. Uh, the Leafs should come out of the Canadian series. Not sure though. After that uh, huge injury to Teravainen, I think that's what his name, right? Who's the guy that got concussed and was flopping around like a fish? I I, I guess Teravainen. I don't know. I didn't see that. Oh God! Yeah, that was brutal. I have no idea what the training staff was doing. They looked like they were trying to hold water. Or like a dead fish or some shit like that. Or this is a fun, so the central is a fun pick. Because I think whoever wins this game right here between the Preds and Canes is going to win the series. Tied 2-2, three minutes left in the third period. I'm going to call it right now, Preds are going to win the series. Because for one, I have a futures bet on it. <laughs> Which, if they move on, they're probably going to be beat by the Lightning. Six games, but you never know what's going to happen. So who, who, who's your uh, bet to win the Stanley Cup this year? Since you're a hockey guy. 
I think definitely the Avalanche. You think so? Uh, but, I mean, as far as teams that could do it, if you're looking for a value bet, you could take the Knights. I don't know what that looks like, but I bet the Golden Knights have a pretty good value. Yeah, I win. mean, if the Knights do beat Colorado in this next round, granted, they have to get past uh, Minnesota first. But if they do get past them and beat uh, the Avalanche, they uh, I think it's very easily easy to see them beating Tampa Bay. Yep. And then I'm not worried about Toronto. I'm not worried about... Winnipeg, not worried about Pittsburgh coming out of anything but the East. Not really worried about Boston. So, yeah, I, it's a Vegas, Avs, Tampa kind of matchup going on there. All right, so moving on to the NBA playoffs. Uh, granted, a lot of this is up in the air, but coming out of the East, we're looking at either like the Brooklyn Nets or I'm, it's really them or the Bucks. I really don't see the Sixers getting past these or Eastern Conference Finals. I don't see them beating either either the Bucks or the Nets. And if you have to choose between the Nets and the Bucks, the Nets just have a more complete team. Is James Harden playing bad? Is he looking back to his fat self? Yes, but he can always slim down. It only takes a couple days. KD and Kyrie can take over. Everything's going to be just fine. Be- I don't trust Chris Middleton as a two guy to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Harden's still working his way into playoff shape. <laughs> He's, he's almost a regular there. season shape. He's almost there. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the Western Conference, guys, don't overthink it. It's going to be LeBron. I don't care yes. if he's old. I don't care if he says he's just going to be a role player for the rest of his career. I, just, I can't stand LeBron, man. I just can't stand him. Should, oh, should I tell my LeBron take right now? Let's hear it. So all of my teams that I root for stink. I'm a Bulls fan. I mean, outside of the White Sox, who are doing great right now, but they're inevitably going to break my heart. Okay. Uh, the Vols suck, yeah, except yeah. for college baseball, because we're a college baseball team now. Uh, Green Bay stinks. Oh, yeah. uh, Tottenham Hotspur stink. So all of my teams stink. So I'm going to root for LeBron, so hopefully he starts stinking. And it worked so far. That, that as soon as I declared my fandom for the Lakers, LeBron got injured. We don't root for injuries on this podcast, but it certainly helps that end cause but I'm officially a LeBron fan LeBron sexual we're all in on the 23 so are you going to get a uh, LeBron jersey uh Toon Squad of course Toon no, Squad you getting a Lakers jersey I, talk about, I will not talk about running Space Jam <laughs> different podcast who put that clown on that fucking movie <laughs> yeah I wonder who's in charge of the movies these days because that one was fucking clearly an asshole is a director big old jerker I guess is that. I guess it's who hires the actors, the director. Fuck whoever did that. Somebody that didn't know what they were doing. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, I'm gonna have to listen. I'm gonna have to listen to the whole fucking podcast to make sure I don't put anything really bad in here. <laughs> Wait, you don't listen to the entire podcast, anyways? Well, yeah, but like sometimes. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like really listen to it. <laughs> it's playing, but I'm like doing it. Do you listen it's to like, when you work out? Oh wait. That was only once. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Ashley went today. What's up? Went today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Congrats. You wouldn't have saw me, though, because I don't go to Planet Fitness with the poor people. Hey, Planet Fitness is not just for poor people. No, people just couldn't see you. Yeah, you're you right. Tur- it's for the people that don't have homes that come in to use the fucking showers for $10 a month. That's only one guy. There's only one guy. And, sh- and he shits in there. It's disgusting. It smells so bad. Hey, no one could see you at the gym because you turn sideways and we can't see you from that angle. Burn. That's a burn. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways. So what did you do today? Were you, uh, is it a leg day or a back day? Bicep? I didn't go to the fucking gym today. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. With a body like this, I'm not fat. Why would I go to the gym? Monsters. Go to the yeah. gym for fat people. Tell that to, tell that to our merch mule. And firefighters. <laughs> and first responders. Which we love very, very yeah. much. If you don't so. do that, you don't need to go to the fucking gym. You know what? Are you telling me that accounting isn't life-saving? Boo. Well, I guess for people that don't know how to handle their money. There you go, baby. Anyways, back to the OG topic. Poten- or betting potential upsets. Blazers over Nugs. Mavs over Clips. Very easy. Get it done. Get the bets in. Now. I would, I'm taking Clippers all day. Yeah, I'm not, say, not. Yeah. One of the worst. Hey, Blazers, I'll take you up on the Blazers just because, for one, I like the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know why. Uh, I like them. Clippers are one of the worst closing teams of all time. It's watching the Be- It's like watching the Beaver at a bar. Just can't close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn. That was Anyways, so the lefty coming in hot final day, winning the PGA championship. Questions, concerns, comments. Oh, man. Oldest guy to win a major. I abs- absolutely love this for Phil. I like his, he's got like this dude like swagger confidence thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, I guess, kind of comical now, too. He tries to be a comedian. Absolutely love it. The fact that he's embracing Instagram with like the whole bombs thing. Is very funny. Did you hear what he? They were like, uh, how if you play like an over? I can't remember. I think it was like fifteen uh, Champions Tour events in a <laughs> year. He said, "When I when I quit hitting bombs, I'll do that." But he's like, "I'm still out here hitting bombs." That is hilarious. <laughs> Do you see what his wife texted him? Like uh, the caddy's wife? Yeah. yeah. Which is also his brother. He's like, yeah, tell Phil he's three over. He has a three-stroke lead. Par no in. need hit bombs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make par. She was like, make pars. <laughs> yeah. need. No, you can't stop Phil from hitting bombs. You kidding me? But that was, honestly, that was so much fun to watch. Actually, I had Phil Mickelson to win the tournament. So I cashed out on a good little bet there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I took him on, what, I guess Sunday. Sunday morning. That but Sunday it was morning still bet. good. It was still good. So I do appreciate Barstool for doing one thing. And it's leading a revolution of people to bet on Brooks Kepka, Boosting Phil Mickelson hot to the, rock, or to the moon. Because he was at plus 170 on Saturday night. I think it was Big Cat or someone uh, who tweeted out, let's all bet on Brooks, essentially. Brought Brooks down from plus 220 to plus 165 and bumped up Phil from plus 170 to plus, like, 310, which is where I got him at. Easiest bet of Sunday. I think I got him higher, or, like, better odds than that. I mean, that was just ridiculous. What was it? Start plus 25,000? Oh, I'm sure it was something ridiculous. It was something and I literally had my bet slip like literally before the tournament started. I had like five or six different golfers in my bet slip before I before the tournament started, and I almost did it. And I was like, man, like there's just really not a chance he's gonna do this. <laughs> well, people forget that Phil had to get a special exemption to play because he was so low ranked. He's like currently or before the tournament, he was ranked at like 115, and he didn't qualify. So like the PGA had to give him a special exemption. To actually play this weekend or this past weekend 
All right, folks. Well, that's our show. We thank y'all for listening into the Nashville Bets podcast. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, RSS, Google Play, whatever you're listening to it on. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nashville Bets. Uh, we really appreciate y'all for listening to us. We hope to see you again the next time. See you later.